It's Tuesday, April 17, 2018. New details coming to light about the growing tab for taxpayers when it comes to Scott Pruitt's travel and security. Federal watchdogs find EPA violated the law on behalf of embattled administrator Scott Pruitt. Senate confirms coal industry lobbyist for deputy EPA chief. Global shipping industry reaches first ever agreement to cut emissions, plus... Tech giants Google and Apple go 100% renewable. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. That's right, Donald. If it weren't for fraud, you'd have won California. (laughs) You're as popular out here as bumper-to-bumper traffic caused by a mudslide caused by fracking. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Scott Pruitt has still not quit? No. Not been fired? No, not yet. What the heck? Not yet, at least. New troubles for embattled Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt, who is now the subject of multiple investigations for his questionable ethics decisions and his spending on security and travel. Questionable. That's a nice way to put it. Two federal watchdogs on Monday reported that Pruitt's EPA broke federal law. The first report from the Government Accountability Office said the EPA violated the law when it spent $43,000 to build a special personal soundproof phone booth inside Pruitt's office without first notifying Congress, as is required for such large expenditures. Well, he was going to notify them, but nobody could hear him from inside that soundproof booth. In the second report, the EPA inspector general, in the midst of an ongoing investigation, announced that the agency illegally twisted federal law to grant outsized pay raises to Pruitt's political appointees. Now, House Oversight Chairman, Republican Representative Trey Gowdy of South Carolina and Benghazi fame, is also investigating Pruitt's unprecedented spending on his personal security as well. On Fox News Sunday, Gowdy suggested that he didn't find Pruitt's or the EPA's justifications credible. The notion that I've got to fly first class because I don't want people to be mean to me, you need to go into another line of work if you don't want people to be mean to you like maybe a monk, where you don't come in contact with anyone. (laughs) As Pruitt's scandals mount, Senate Republicans quickly confirmed Andrew Wheeler for the number two spot at EPA, meaning that the coal industry lobbyist and climate science denier would take over should Pruitt step down. Which one is worse, Scott Pruitt or Andrew Wheeler? That's a good question. The Intercept reports that last year Wheeler hosted fundraisers for two of the Senate Republicans on the EPA's Oversight Committee. Three Democrats supported Wheeler's confirmation. Cole State Senators Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota, West Virginia's Joe Manchin, and Joe Donnelly of Indiana. All are up for re-election in the November midterm elections. Thanks, guys. Good job. But there is some good news. The global shipping industry has finally agreed to cut its emissions and reduce its contribution to global warming. 
The shipping industry had been exempted from the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement targets. Now the United Nations International Maritime Organization over the weekend approved the world's first broad agreement on phasing out greenhouse gas emissions from ocean shipping, with a target of reducing emissions 50 percent by 2050 and phasing out emissions entirely as soon as possible this century. That is a big deal and means major changes are coming to how cargo ships are built, fueled, and operated. Good news if you're planning a trip to one of your national parks this summer. Interior Department officials had backed off a proposal to double entrance fees to some national parks after a blistering public backlash. But instead, the Interior Department has announced an across-the-board increase of just $5 per car and only at parks that charge an entrance fee. That sounds reasonable. Finally, tech giants Google and Apple have both announced that all of their operations are now 100% powered by renewable energy. That includes all of Apple's retail stores, data centers, and corporate offices in 43 countries, including China and India. Both companies say they're now working on getting all of their suppliers and contractors to also move to 100% renewable energy. Analysts say Google's and Apple's push succeeded in acting as a catalyst that spurred their local utilities and regulators to develop utility-scale solar and wind projects. So both Google and Apple, their corporate offices, use 100% renewables. Right. So why aren't all of the other big corporations doing this? Apparently, Google and Apple can afford to do it. It can't be that expensive, can it? I don't think so, but, you know, that's an excellent question. They keep saying, oh, it's going to put us out of business if we do the right thing. Well, at least on this point, Google and Apple seem to be doing the right thing. Good for them. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide, if you please, on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. You are the apple.